It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. Talk to some of the sisters that are in philosophy classes, and like there is a difference between a human, like philosophically, there's a difference between a human being and a person. It's time for Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Wake up! Welcome back to another episode of Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia, this time out in public again. Wow. <laughs> Feels good. We, we've been on the uh, St. Anthony de Patio. Right. Right, we I forgot we coined that name. Uh huh. Have to get the sign engraved, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we're back at the Forteza coffee mm-hmm. shop mm-hmm. downtown Fort Wayne. I went back to the Mocha. It's been a while since I've had a Mocha, and <laughs> I got the cereal bowl. Of, <laughs> of well, you had been thinking about it for yeah. a couple of days. You said, I, so I I'm not get, sure. Wh- I was getting geared up for this. <laughs> uh, this is. This is large, though, <clears throat> but so pretty. I always feel bad. Yeah, yeah they not, do a nice job. It's like the the bubbles are all around the artwork too. You like the bubble? I mean, to yeah. add something, yeah, I think texture, so. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. All right, I gotta try this here. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing cortado. Yes. That's that's your go-to, isn't it? It is. It yeah. is. They just do a good job, you know? Yeah. Mm. Well, our topic for today might be another series of topics, because I think you've mentioned several different things to talk about around the topic of abortion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe before we get into a story that I'm excited to hear, (laughs) why don't we kind of clarify some of the truths about abortion and Maybe just clarifying kind of church teaching. And, yeah. And I think some people have some issues with, yeah, but there are some exceptions. Maybe I'm pro-life, but some exceptions. Maybe we'll get yeah. into that as well. Yeah. How we talk about it, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's pretty well known, but maybe just to lay the groundwork, what just is the down. church teaching of, of, of abortion? That abortion, in any case, is an immoral action that... Either, yeah, fancy language about saying like terminating a pregnancy mm-hmm. or, or anything like that goes against God's own gift of life, that he is the primary author of life and taking away an innocent life is wrong and tragic in any case. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in a lot of conversations, there's a lot of like word acrobats that happen to like make it okay. And it's it's always the church is teaching to come back to like pregnancy equals a new life and a new life can't be taken for any reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and we a lot of times talk about being pro-life from conception to mm-hmm. natural death. Right. And maybe I'll, we can get into, that'd be a whole other topic of the post-birth pro-life yeah. issues. Yeah. But uh, we're talking about from conception. Mm-hmm. The, and to me, I think one of the, the easiest cells for me, cells with an S, <laughs> Good one. Is, is at the time of conception, there's new DNA. Yeah. From the very yeah. first, I guess that would be cells with a mm-hmm. C, when you've got, what is it, 46 chromosomes? How many chromosomes? <laughs> that was something I didn't look up before I came here. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, it's a unique set of chromosomes yeah. that yeah. you get half from your dad, half from your mom, mm-hmm. and that is a unique person. Yeah. 
in that cell, and that's going to grow up into an adult, hopefully, someday. And it's interesting, like, there's, I think in, like, especially Catholic circles, we use words, and we all know what it means, and then, like you said, like, there is a unique person mm-hmm. there, but even talk to some of the sisters that are in philosophy classes and like there is a difference between a human like philosophically there's a difference between a human being and a person okay uh, so that's just like one to me that's the same <laughs> like yeah that there's a human being but there's not like an individuation of personhood and like a unique personality that's already present even in a, like a nascent kind of state so yeah we as as the church say that from conception, there is a person, mm-hmm. a new person present that deserves rights and dignity. And the personhood isn't something that like they can like live it out mm-hmm. as they grow, but it's not something that's waiting to <laughs> come about. And a lot of times it gets characterized as a, a clump of cells yeah. or tissue. And the fact that it's its own mm-hmm. set of DNA to me says, no, this is something different than... Yeah. A clump of cells would have the same DNA as the mom, mm-hmm. but this is different. Mm-hmm. It's, and whenever we say it's her body, it's her choice. Right. Well, it's actually two different bodies. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually it's a, a second body in there. Yeah. And so it doesn't really matter where along the pregnancy right. it is, and because I think that's another thing they say. Once moment of viability. Mm-hmm. Some people say, well, if if the person we recognize mm-hmm. that this is a, if a person could survive on his or her own outside the womb then you shouldn't be able to have an abortion yeah which seems a little arbitrary because uh, a one-year-old can't survive I know. on what do they have to be five <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh but for some reason it becomes and i think even as catholics we might think of this as more barbaric or more heinous the longer it gets and yeah. so, when you see a fully yeah. formed, like this is a mm-hmm. a baby, this mm-hmm. is the, this is, Looks what, like this a baby. is what people give birth to. <laughs> uh-huh. Then now this is a problem. Yeah. But really, that's that's no different than it was eight months earlier. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that's especially like in the pro life movement. I think that's always what you have to kind of come back to that like yeah, size has changed and like development has changed, but. Yeah, the, D- the same DNA is there. Mm-hmm. Nothing's been added besides nutrients. Like, right. Yeah. So then I guess this is where it kind of gets into the question of the exceptions. So yeah. even pro-life people will sometimes say, I'm pro-life, but there are exceptions to mm-hmm. that. And I think that I can't go all in because of those. Mm-hmm. Care to comment? Yeah. I forget the percentage of abortions that happen due to these cases. So like the classics are probably rape and incest. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's like a point something percentage. You can look that up. But it's seen as cruel to make a woman bring a child to term that one was conceived in an abusive way. Mm -hmm. So one, the ministry to that woman is terribly important. Like, yeah, of course. Like, I cannot imagine. Like, I think we all need to be real about that. Like, I cannot imagine being in that position. Mm -hmm. But regardless of the circumstances of conception that doesn't change who that new child is Mm -hmm. and the dignity that that child deserves none of us have a choice about how we've come into this world yeah and then the false promise that an abortion will make it better and there's actually a woman in this diocese 
I'm going to look up her name. She's written a book recently. She's come to University of St. Francis a couple times. I believe her experience of abortion was through a family, an abusive sexual encounter. And she said, like, adding on top of the abuse and then adding the traumatic, harmful experience of an abortion on top of that is not doing the woman any good either. So if that's the argument, you're saying, like, you know, it's the merciful thing to this woman to stop, you know, this horrible dream, you know, that this just put an end to it so that she can move on isn't true. Mm-hmm. Like a woman isn't going to be able to just move on. There's going to be a lot of healing and, and pain in that process. It's kind of like the reverse of the argument when anyone in the pro-life movement says like, well, see, like that child could have been the next whatever, the next person to cure cancer right. or do something amazing it was like well actually we don't care what that child is going to do right. in their life at all yeah they could come to term and then not be able to maybe communicate or be have an illness mm-hmm. chronic doesn't matter that child still deserves to live right and is going to bring a unique beautiful ray of life to the world so yeah so that's kind of like the opposite example of like it yeah it doesn't matter that this child exists, we need to to end it because of how they came into the world. But yeah, please never go the route of saying like, okay, no matter even if this child was brought into rape, what if they were the next? Yeah, yeah, like no, no that doesn't matter. It, it kind of gets into a utilitarian mindset exactly. of a person's value is based on how successful they're going to be, not that they are created in the image and likeness of God, yeah. and that is their value. Yeah, which is infinite. Right. By the way. <laughs> and that's like the inarguable point. It's like, yeah. yeah, you have to keep going back to that. So, yeah, so all those those cases sound merciful and are like tragic experiences. We, the Like the foundational truth doesn't change. So your example was somebody who is abused mm-hmm. and then traumatized by abortion. Mm-hmm. The other examples I've heard from speakers who were conceived themselves yeah. through rape, but their mother decided to give birth to them. Yeah. I don't know if then raised them or gave them up for adoption, but either way, they speak out and say, mm-hmm. look, the circumstances of my conception were not mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. right? That was yeah. not a, a good thing, but I am good. Exactly. Like, I, I still have dignity, and I'm here today because my mom chose life. Yeah. Those and are That's a powerful, powerful witness. Yeah. Yeah. And who's to say that that person did not deserve to live? Exactly. It's so powerful when they're up on stage yeah. and they say, so you you mean to tell me that I shouldn't be here right now? Right. How right. can you say that? And they're not going at a utilitarian. Like it's, it's like the joy of life that they're experiencing. Right. Like so grateful that yeah. I'm alive. Those stories are so powerful. So any resources or things to check out for people that might be struggling with this or like, oh, that was... That's a good point. I'd like to look more into this. Oh, yeah. So I would highly suggest looking up uh, Ryan Scott Bomberger. His family, who's a beautiful family, affectionately goes by the bombs. So, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like, I think he just like communicates. And if you're like on the fence of like, yeah, I agree that abortion is wrong. But in these cases, like, I think he can put like some words and like a face and a story to like, yeah, why the church teaches that. Right. 
Well, I'm curious to hear your mom's story. Yeah. I understand you've gotten her permission to share it. I do. I do. Okay. So Happy we'll, to share. we'll have to do that on the next episode of Morning Jolt. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thank you so much, Sister Ignatia. You're welcome. Thank you. One of the best ways to support us is to share this podcast with your friends. We'd appreciate it. And until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit. 